welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Currently, and when I say currently, I mean today, March 3rd, 2021, so many people around the world are still reeling from the past year of living through, drumroll please, a global pandemic, not news, right? It's affected pretty much every aspect of everyone's daily life and intensified every other challenge that we all face. And of course, it's far from over. While some people are still anxiously awaiting a time when we can all go back to how things were before this new threat to life got loose in the world, others have accepted that life will never go back to the way things were before and are working to forge ahead. Yet no matter how you might be navigating through the current challenges in the world and in your own life, you have to get yourself and your life back on track. So on this episode of Living the Miracle, we're going to see if we can help you reset your psychic energy to get yourself and your life back on track. Before we can get ourselves back on track, we have to look at what that track might be. The assumption of getting yourself back on track means that you already were on track before something got you off of it and you are working toward getting yourself back on that track once again. So if you had yourself on track to lose 30 pounds, let's say, through eating a healthier diet, exercising regularly, and taking proper care or better care of yourself, and you got to the halfway point of your goal, you are on track with your goal. Then, right when you are succeeding with it all, your partner, your partner quits on you or you get fired from your job or you go off the rails for a while. You find yourself stuffing your face with sugar and grease and everything not so nice, but delicious, I have to say, and you added back on all that weight you lost and then some. When you come when you come to from that emotional derailment, you would discover that you went off your track and may decide that you'd like to get back on track again. It's fairly easy to see when we get ourselves off our track on attaining a particular goal or finishing a certain project because we can see that we are no longer getting closer to the finish line with it. Yet, when we get off our track of, in life, how do we assess that we are truly off our life track? How can we know that we are off track in life? Before you can get back on track in your life, <clears throat> you have to realize that you are off your life track in the first place. For that, there are no statistics you can compare with or any kind of manual that you can read. You can only know intuitively 
whether you are on track or off track in your life. Being on track in your life means that you are steadily fulfilling the purpose for which you are living in this world at this time. Ah, then, all you have to know is what your true purpose for your life is. Of course, pretty much everyone wants to know what that is for themselves, don't they? If so many people are regularly asking that question, that seems to mean that many people don't already know what their true purpose in life is. Is that so? Actually, everyone knows what their purpose in life is, even from before they come into this life in this world. What obscures their vision and knowing of that purpose is them trying to intellectually figure out what that is. You can only intuitively know what your purpose is. And even when you know, you may not be able to write a dissertation on it because your purpose cannot truly be explained in a neat little exposition. Your purpose and its fulfillment has to be experienced by you. But that doesn't mean there aren't some useful clues to point you in the correct direction. For example... When you discover something that fulfills your purpose within yourself, you would naturally share it in some way with others, the world, or with life itself. It would be similar to you trying out a new dessert and discovering that it is amazing and you absolutely love it, and the first thing you think of doing is to get your friend to taste it or try it out. When you find that which you love within yourself, you look to share it with others in some way. It's natural. As you do, you will realize how much happier you are. You are now more on your life track than before. The guide rails upon which you live your life in this world is your experience of limitlessness, undivided oneness of life and of spirit. When we touch in on that limitless wholeness of our inner spirit life, we experience it as love. Yet, it's tricky to realize that because for most people, when they have the experience of love, they almost always associate that experience to someone or something. The experience gets translated as, I love you, or I love doing this thing, or I love being at this place. In your mind, you instantly begin to see the person, thing, place, or action as what you love rather than that you opened up to the limitless, unconditional love that is always in you when you were with this person, staying at this place, or doing that thing. When your sharing or expression of loving is conditional, you access that unconditional and limitless love within you only when you lift your conditions temporarily. That's what happens when we fall in love with someone. We lift the conditions we've placed on our loving temporarily in the presence of that particular person. When that person leaves and we are relating to, say, another person, that we don't choose to lift our limits or conditions on that love within us, we seize to experience that love. Over time, we have become used to that, so we end up believing that we can only experience love with certain people or while doing certain things and not with others. Yet, truth is, 
what we call love itself is forever unconditional and always available to every one of us all of the time. Like, I love ice cream, <laughs> but I don't like, uh, <laughs> what, what did I not like? I'm a real foodie. I like everything. <laughs> uh, well, you can call that, you know, unseen gatekeeper that opens and closes that gate inward to our experience of that limitless, unconditional love. You can call that gatekeeper forgiveness. Because whenever we forgive, the gate to love opens. You might have experienced that. Anytime you've really, truly forgiven, you let go and you're not holding that grudge. You're not, you just, oh, you know, that's nothing. It's not important. I'd rather have life. And, and that forgiveness gatekeeper opens up and you start to experience that love again. Whenever we choose to withhold our love because of something, the gate closes and we cease to experience that love. Love itself is always unconditional, but it's we who place limits on it in our lives. What are we saying when we tell someone, I'm not happy with what you did? Well, what makes us happy in the first place? Whenever we experience love in some way, we're happier, right? It's when we don't experience love that we become unhappy. So when we decide that we are not happy because of what someone did or said or how that person behaved, we're telling that gatekeeper within us to that vastness of love inside to close the gate (laughs) until conditions change and we go, okay, now you can lift the gates. It's interesting if you really paid attention to what we're deciding and what happens as a result of it. If you decide that you won't or can't or shouldn't love someone or something because of something, that's all arbitrary limits that you choose to put on your loving. Your loving is just the sharing of and and your expression of the unconditional love that's always within you. If you look at that, you'll notice that you're putting conditions on that loving within you left and right, all throughout the day and night. It's when you choose to truly forgive the conditions you previously set on yourself of loving someone or something that you can start to free yourself up from your own conditions and the experience and experience that that wholeness, that limitlessness, that loving again. Being on your path or living and fulfilling your true purpose, or you can call it getting back on track, getting on your life track, right? I, sometimes I feel like I'm off my rocker, but... <laughs> I think everybody feels that way now and then. But I think we'll, we'll stick to getting back on the life track. Well, that's probably... You're, you're back on your rocker. <laughs> it means that you're accessing and expressing that undivided limitlessness in this world, in your living. Depending on how you look at that, you can be sharing the limitless joy of life 
or speaking the never-ending truth or loving unconditionally for you to be on track and fulfilling your purpose. The track that each of us needs to get back on is the limitless, unconditional track of the undivided oneness of spirit and of life. We're always back on track with that when we are sharing of that experience with others in some way. That's why the true fulfillment of your purpose in life doesn't have to be a specific career or accomplishment or status or anything. It really means to be fully yourself as you truly are in spirit and live that way here in this world. So how do you get going on getting back on your true life track? That means that begins inside of you as the spiritual being or soul that you are. Psychic. You are psychic, right? Soul. It means you can start the whole ball rolling by resetting your psychic energy. And that's incredibly simple to do. There's nothing to it. No effort, in other words. Every choice you make, everything you say, everything you do, everything you even think changes your energy. So resetting your energy and resetting your psychic energy, your soul energy, to get yourself back on your life track begins with you making a new decision. I mean, how simple can that be? I decide that, hey, it's a great day, <laughs> right? It's, we're making decisions left and right every day, all the time. And it, it's so simple to make all these decisions that, you know, a good number of the decisions we make every day, we're not aware we're making decisions. We just make it and, you know, live with it. So what decision would that be? Because you have a choice in the new decision that you're making, right? And you're not quite, when, you're, when you feel off, when you feel off your track, that means the energy you're experiencing isn't what you'd like to be experiencing. It's just not there, right? It's just off. Actually, pretty much any decision, since every decision will change your energy. You can make any kind of a decision to change your energy. But the question is, what kind of decision will help you to change your energy to give you a new start back on your life path in sync with the whole of life itself? Well, first, you can decide that you're happy. Huh? Yes, you know, that's, that's one of the things I always do. I go through every day, and, and as I'm going through the day, sometimes I'll find myself not that happy. It's just like, whoa. And, and I'm paying attention to that so much that it's, okay, how come I'm not joyously happy? <laughs> A lot of people think 
that's too much. I mean, not every, nobody could be joyously happy all the time. No, that's not life and blah, blah, blah. Life is hard and then you die, right? <laughs> well, if you want to make that decision, you can. But I, I love when I'm joyful, right? It's then I know I'm, everything's in sync. I'm on whatever's happening in the world. I can deal with it. Whatever's happening in my life, yeah, I, I could, you know, some of it I don't like and some of it I like, but hey, if I'm joyous, if I'm happy even, if I'm even a little bit in amusement, I can laugh about it a little bit. You know, I said, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, see the little humor in it, right? So first, you can decide that you're happy. A lot of people think, you have happiness, like, uh, what's that, chicken little? The sky's falling. <laughs> <laughs> happiness has to fall on top of you before you go, okay, finally, uh, finally, I feel like I'm happy now. <laughs> no, then you'll never get there. That's why unhappy people are stay unhappy for a long time, because they don't realize. They're waiting for happiness, like waiting for Godot. It's, it's waiting for something to happen to make them happy. But... Happiness isn't something happening to you. Happiness is a decision. You can decide you're happy. In fact, if you don't, you're not going to start to feel happy. Ah, Feeling is later on down the line. In everything in spirit, it's instant. It's when we bring whatever's in spirit down to earth. That's where it goes, it unfolds over time and space. But in spirit, it's instant. So you decide, I'm happy. But for that happiness to come into being part of your life and you feel it, it might take a little while. Well, we're coming up on our first break already. And before I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you really? Well, I wanted to, before our announcements, just wish a very wonderful friend of ours, L.S., out there in Washington, D.C., who I know is listening today, a very wonderful and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> we also wanted to invite you to join us for our brand new teleclass next Saturday, that's a week from Saturday, on March 13th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. In this fun transformational teleclass, we'll teach you how to do energy work to clear your head. Learn to empty out all the mental noise in your head so that you can have clarity and creativity every day along with some peace and quiet. And that's part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series. For all the details, go to our March events calendar section at michaeltamura.com or to sign up, just call our office and speak with our amazing assistant, Noelle, who we adore, at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. We'll be right back to continue with Reset Your Psychic Energy to get back on track. See you in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, 
You'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. And for those of you just joining us, we've been exploring how you can reset your psychic energy to get back on track. Well, Michael was talking about first, you can decide that you are happy. You want to continue with that? Yes, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy to. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people don't think that they are able to make a decision to be happy, That not even to be happy. Everybody thinks of that a lot, I'm sure, Gee, I wish I could be happy. I'm I'm gonna commit to being happier this year, you know, in the future. Because you keep on thinking that, oh, I'm not all that happy right now. And I would like to be happy. But how do I go from not being happy to being happy? Well, it's a decision. <laughs> like I was trying to say earlier before the break, decisions. We make as spirit. In spirit, nothing is impossible. Nothing is unavailable. Everything is. And so in spirit, we just, okay, if I'm spirit, I don't have to be limited by convention, by traditions, by what anybody else says. I could decide whatever. I have that free choice. And so... Why not decide, oh, okay, well, I wasn't too happy at this point, but, but what if I decide I am? I'm happy. Well, one of the first things that happens if you do decide in spirit that you're happy without regards to how you're feeling at the moment. See, that's what everybody does. They, they tune into how am I feeling? Oh, I'm not feeling that happy. Oh, I don't feel very well. I, I feel kind of sick. I feel angry. I feel tired. I feel whatever. I don't care. I feel apathetic. <laughs> so just because you feel that way, well, guess what? You also feel like, gee, I'd like to change, right? Do you, do you want to stay in 
boredom or apathy? Do you want to stay in pain and suffering? Do you want to stay in unhappiness of any sort? Do you want to stay upset about something because something upsets you? It's not a problem that something upsets you. You know, that happens all the time. But the problem is if you decide you, you just want to stay upset. <laughs> well, if that makes you happy, <laughs> that's okay. But if you stay upset and then you're unhappy about being upset, then you're not going to be a, not only are you not going to be a happy camper, but you're, you're going to not be on track in your life because you cease to express in this world your light. You cease to express in this world something of your spirit, which is limitless, which is joyful, which is loving unconditionally, which is enthusiastic, which is creative, imaginative, happy, good, whatever, truthful. So, so then you're not going to be on track and you're going to know that intuitively, even if you intellectualize and rationalize and, oh, I'm unhappy because of, because, because, you're going to intuitively know you're not happy because you're not on track. You're not fulfilling the purpose for which you chose to be here in this world as the spiritual being, as the soul, the psychic being that you are. Huh. Okay. So the first step to resetting yourself back on that track is you can't do that if you persist on being unhappy. If you persist on being angry. If you persist on being bored. Because everything's energy, right? Everything in our life is energy. You can call it all kinds of names, but when it boils down to it, it's just energy. So if we create, and everything we create is energy, so if we create something out of a lousy energy level, (laughs) too low of an energy level, It can't get any better. It can't get any higher. It can't get any lighter. It can't get any happier. Oh, so if we decide and make a decision in anger, if we make a decision in hatred, if we make a decision in fear, resistance resistance in total judgment about something, guess what? Yeah, things will change a little bit, but it's not going to change for the better. It's going to change for the worse because energy in this universe can only go up or down. It can't stay the same. You can keep on feeding it at the same level to just hold it there and it looks like it's the same, but you just have to keep on feeding it. So if you make a decision on on an energy level that's too low, the best you can create the best you can change it to is that same energy level or lower. Huh. It's not going to get higher. Things are not going to get better if you create your next step, if you make your decision on a lower energy level. Huh. Okay. So if you want to get back on track, you're, you're, you're looking for a fundamental change in your energy. And in the energy of your life and the way you experience things and the way what you're expressing in life. Which means where you're at 
you're not happy with it, you're, you're dissatisfied with it. Energy's not quite right. Okay, to change it for the better, the energy has to be higher, but the lowest level of that energy, higher energy, is what we call amusement. You know, when, you're, when you see the humor in something, when you're upset, but you, you, you kind of go, well, you know what, I'm, I'm really on overkill here. <laughs> I don't have to be this upset. And you see how silly something is. Yeah. Or you, you see, you know, you're arguing with your best friend and about ready to blow that relationship apart. And you go, wait a minute. Has this little trivial thing of whether to put sugar in the coffee or not <laughs> worth this argument? You know, worth this blowing up a good relationship over? No. And you see the humor of like, that's silly. That's like you know, clowny stuff. <laughs> and, and you get yourself at least into a little amusement. Then notice what happens. Oh, at that point, you start to think clearly and you go, you know what? It's not worth it. Let's take a different track. Now you're starting to get back on track. Ah, and it's at a higher energy level. So know this, any energy that's below the level of energy we call amusement, a little bit of happiness, you know, smiling a little, seeing the humor and things, laughing a little bit. Laughing at yourself. <laughs> laughing at yourself. That amusement. It's not sarcastic amusement. You know, it's not like some of those comedians that make everybody laugh by, you know, make hurting it. other people. Yeah. And that's not amusement at all. But it's sincere. It's real. Oh, yeah. You know, lighten up. <laughs> that's amusement. From that energy level and higher, there's all kinds of energy levels higher than amusement. Uh, enthusiasm, way up there, right? No wonder somebody called enthusiasm, enthusiasm. It, it's a word that means in God. That's the highest. Maybe on earth, in a human body, enthusiasm is getting pretty close to God. Huh? Joy, freedom, very high vibrations. If you're free, you're really experiencing total freedom or a great deal of freedom, you're going to be vibrating at a very high place. But for a lot of us, trying to get to the highest from a pretty low place isn't going to be an a easy thing to do. But getting to the lowest of the high enough vibration to get you started on the right track, to get you back on track, that's easy. So getting into amusement decide you can be happy anyway wouldn't you like to wouldn't you like to be happy regardless of what somebody said wouldn't you like to be happy regardless of whether it's sunny or rainy today wouldn't you be like to be happy regardless of what's happening in the world because being unhappy about it and persisting and and stomping around all the time and doing nothing about it isn't going to help in fact, the only real purpose of anger, when you get upset enough to be angry about something, oh, you're, it's like kicking yourself in the butt. Instead of being a couch potato, you're going to, okay, I, I've had it. I, I don't want this anymore. I had it. This is, this is bad news. I'm going to do something to change this for the better. That, using anger to get you started, is... Not a bad thing. But 
if you stay in anger, you're not going to create anything better. Huh. So once you get yourself, even if you use anger to kickstart yourself, you got to get off of the anger right away. Otherwise, you don't keep going in the right direction. Otherwise, you can't fully get back on track. Anger might be the shove that you need to give yourself to get you started on the right track. But if you stay there, no, you're not going to quite make it onto the right track. Okay, so making a decision. That's the first thing. So first thing, you know, there's no problem making a decision, but just Make a decision, but then you start to go refine that and go, okay, what kind of decision do I make? And first realize, oh, even to make the decision, if my energy level isn't high enough, then the decision, any decision I make, isn't going to go in the right direction. So, So that's why I say, okay, first decision, consider being happy, not fake happiness. Some people say, fake it until you make it. (laughs) I don't agree with that. You don't have to fake it. It's uh, being happy is a decision. I'm happy. And at first, you might go, or you might still be angry. You might still be upset. You might still be on, you know, in grief. You might still be in sorrow. It's heavy, heavy energy. And it's not that you have to beat yourself up because you're in in those energies. You you might have uh, a good reason for it, you know. You lost something huge and it's just upset you. That's okay. It's not to take that away from you. It's to go, okay, do I wish to make a change or do I want to stay here in this unhappiness? All right, let's, I'm going to decide. I'm deciding I'm happy. I'm happy even if I'm feeling grief, sad, angry, whatever it is I'm feeling. I'm happy with it. Ah. My teacher used to say, you got to enjoy what, you know, enjoy not enjoying. At first, that sounds kind of strange, but, oh, yeah, anybody could enjoy when you're already enjoying something and somebody says, you got to enjoy it. Well, I'm enjoying enjoying this thing. But I'm enjoying not enjoying it. Yeah, but how about when you're not enjoying something? Oh, that's the same decision of being in amusement is deciding when you'd have to make that decision is when you're not enjoying anything, right? You're not happy. So then if you make the decision, okay, I'm not happy. I'm really not happy. But can I enjoy not being happy (laughs) about it. Can I enjoy being upset? I'm really upset. uh, Oh, hey, I'm having a great time being upset. (laughs) I'm giving myself permission to be where I'm at first. Because when you resist it, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. But you have to accept it. You have to be able to go, okay, I am upset. All right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really angry. Whatever. I'm, ter- I'm totally grief-stricken. Is that okay? Yes. I, I could enjoy that I'm, I'm grieving right now. I could enjoy that I'm really upset. Okay. Oh. Guess what happens when you decide you could enjoy not what you were not enjoying before? 
doesn't change anything in terms of you're still not enjoying whatever, but you're enjoying not enjoying it. You can be in a little amusement that, oh, yeah, I am upset. It's, it's okay. It's, I could even smile that I'm upset. Huh. Then all of a sudden, everything starts to change. That's the point at which you can start creating the next step toward getting yourself back on track. One of the things I'd like to add to that, too, is um, using your intuition to uh, change your assessment of the situation and find a way to change your attitude to gratitude. Now, that sounds a little (laughs) cliché-ish, but it is very true. Gratitude is right up there in one of those very high vibrations above amusement. I like the idea of going into amusement and just laughing at a situation which is sometimes very difficult. Some of us find ourselves in extremely difficult situations. Um, We do, uh, and, and everybody else in the world does. But if you stay stuck in it for very long, there's not going to be a solution. So I loved what Michael said about the decision you make, the assessment decision you make about how you respond to any given situation. And so a good example is we lost our gardeners recently And it was really funny because it had to do with this radio show. They just could not promise us they wouldn't come during the radio show. So, um, you know, we were talking about that cutting off of the love. Even someone as distant as, as a gardening company, you know, when they shut you down, there's that energy of you're no longer part of my love, my my interest and whatnot. It's a pretty strong feeling. You're fired. <laughs> so what I had to do was I just had to go to the place of being really grateful for the work they did for us and realize that, you know, the divine above uh, has a reason for us to make that change and that we will find someone who will not run over onto our radio show. So anyway, our second break is coming right up, and I wanted to remind you that Michael's award-winning book, You Are the Answer, makes a wonderful gift for anyone seeking their soul's purpose. It's available from Amazon as well as through our office, especially if you would like to uh, get the book signed. Just ask for it. Also, for any of you who would like to go further on your spiritual path, self-healing, and or psychic development, We have all kinds of teleclasses, courses, all-day seminars, and retreats available to purchase and download. You can find many of the titles and descriptions by clicking on the Download Audio tab in the Events events menu section of our website, michaeltamura.com, or by calling our office at 530-926-2650, and Noel can answer your questions, our assistant. We'll be back with you to continue with Reset Your Psychic Energy to get back on track in just a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. 
the best book ever. Transformational, incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We'll continue with our topic today, Reset Your Psychic Energy to Get Back on Track. And Michael, don't you think that a lot of how we get off track has to do with what happens in our relationships with one another? Hmm. Yeah, it could be. And what's your experience with that? Well, many times when uh, someone, let's say just what I was talking about before the break, you know, when someone all of a sudden decides to cut you off mm-hmm. or decides uh, that they don't want you for a friend anymore and just turns their back on you, um, a lot of times that can be very devastating to people if they don't have tools. And if they're not aware that a lot of times these experiences that come along are for our benefit and growth. Yeah, it's, you know, we were talking about earlier, a lot of what gets us off track, we're, we're talking about resetting our psychic energy to get back on track, but Let's, you have to take a look at what gets you off track. And this thing that Raphael's talking about, relationships, it's not the relationship that gets you off track as much as your experience yes. of loss. So whether it's, you know, a loss where a, a lot of times when people get off track in from their life purpose is someone really close to them dies or becomes incapacitated and their life really completely changes, or some relationship, whether it's a spouse or a partner, or best friend or whatever, that just, like Raphael said, cuts you off and says, hey, see you later, don't bother saying anything. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to leave a forwarding address. <laughs> don't write me. Don't write me. And all of that stuff. Yeah, that could be very devastating for a lot of people. And be, and the reason for that is is the loss. Ah, we were talking about earlier in the first segment that it's what makes us happy is when we're able to access that infinite love that's within each and every one of us. And as we as that gatekeeper, forgiveness, gatekeeper, uh 
we ordered that gatekeeper to shut down, shut, shut the gate, shut the gate, shut the gate. What do we, what do we shut the gate for? Well, only for protection, self-preservation protection, right? When we see something as a threat, all right, we have this fortress. Okay, close the gates, pull up the drawbridge. <laughs> the enemy's coming. And, and so, so we, we decide to close that gate in hopes of protecting that our inner levels that we feel we that needs protection because we don't want those people or those things or situations to take that away from us but that's when we are not aware you can't no one can ever take the infinite limitless unconditional love away from us it's already there it's there forever it always has been it always will be the only times we don't feel like we have that experience of love is when we hold it back. Huh. To experience that limitless, unconditional love of spirit that we have all, all, every one of us has within us, here in this world, we have to express it. We have to share it. We can't keep it to ourselves. You cannot keep the infinite to yourself. You cannot keep anything that's limitless to yourself. Because what does that mean? When you think in terms of holding it to, uh, I, this is my money, I'm not going to share it. This is my love, I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to put it out there if somebody's going to tromp all over it. Well, guess what, folks? They can't tromp over limitlessness. No matter how much anybody tries to tromp over that which is limitless, it's still limitless. There's no end to it. So what makes it feel like there's an end to it? If somebody does it to us, we're never going to experience love again. We're never going to be happy again. That's our decision. It's not, it's not love that goes away. It's us who decide it's not coming back. I've lost it forever. That's, that's the end. And when we make the, such a decision, we're very powerful. If we don't realize how powerful we are and how creative we are and how imaginative we are, we imagine up all kinds of stuff and put so much of our creative energy into it, we make it like so real, we believe it. And we go, this is reality. This is the way it is. And it's gone forever. Too bad. Uh, I can't live like this. You know, we make up all those kinds of things. But it's not the way it is. Love is part of spirit. Spirit, limitless. So here in this world, the more we express that love, more we express anything of spirit within us, the truth. When we express the truth, we're expressing the spirit limitlessness within us, some of it. When we experience, express joy and great happiness, we express unconditional love. We express hmm, enthusiasm. We express gratitude, like Raphael was saying, appreciation. We're expressing Various different aspects, how we experience that oneness of spirit through the multifaceted 
diamond of the human experience, that same bright light reflects on a diamond different facet. And, and if it reflects off of this facet right now, it looks kind of yellowish. If it reflects off of that, it looks kind of bluish. If it reflects out of that, that looks white. Oh, that's like the human experience. That same one light going through the human experience manifests in all sorts of colors. And the more we're able to share and express that as any aspect of spirit within us, any aspect of that limitlessness and the, the eternity within us in this world, the happier we're going to be. That's how we get back on track. That's how really we get back on track. So to reset our psychic energy, we're resetting our inner being. We're, we're resetting the energy of our soul self. Not the body self, but the soul self. Not the intellectual self, it's the soul self. So it has to be on an intuitive level. And that happens through making a decision that you are. And letting the energy start to change. And after the decision you make and you're following through on that decision, instead of invalidating it, after a little while, in time and space, you're going to start to experience, oh yeah, I am happier now. I have more energy. I am brighter. Ah. So you start to make your way back to being on track. Now there's also a very direct, simple way of resetting your psychic energy. Remember I said that same bright light that shines and reflects and refracts through the different spectrum of colors, through the lens, through the facets of the human experience. Well, that's essentially what happens in your aura. That's why the aura has different colors, depending on what it's reflecting through in you. So colors, what we perceive clairvoyantly, psychically, as color is a vibration of energy. Every color is a different vibration. And when we talk about colors like blue or yellow or green or red, each word, well, it could mean almost a limitless array of different shades and qualities of that in that particular color. You know, light to dark to, uh, to heavy to dense to, um, to very airy to, you know, trans parent to translucent to almost uh, obscure whatever so the even one color that we have a word for may have many 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 different levels of vibrations that have different qualities different information different energies so when we look at color one of the very simple ways you can you can change start changing your energy is if you're at a place and you go, ah, I'm kind of in a funk or, I, you know, I'm a little off course right now, sit down, ground yourself like we teach you uh, from the first chakra to the center of the earth, and then just find, close your eyes and be in the center of your head and just find that neutrality as much as you can and decide 
you can be a little bit amused. You're going to enjoy not enjoying whatever space you're in. <laughs> and then already you're starting to change your energy. But take a look at the, just imagine seeing the color you're vibrating at, the main color you're vibrating at. Just allow that color to show up in your mind's eye. And you go, oh, I'm vibrating at, you know, a uh, uh, dark brown or or blue or something dark blue or something like that and you go oh that's not a really happy you know high vibration okay what would be a uh, what would be a, a color i really enjoy being at and and you some of you might go oh i love that bright daisy yellow it makes me happy okay Imagine being at that vibration. Or some of you might go, I, I love the color of fresh new grass, that light green. Okay, be at that color. Some of you might go, oh, I love the color, the feel and color of this gold. And just be at that gold. Whatever it is you, you like, just imagine that color in your mind's eye and just decide, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be. The psychic beingness that I am is going to just be at that vibration instead of the other vibration that I saw that I was before when I'm not so happy, right? Then you just be at that color and you'll start to notice things changing. You're starting to be more and more vibrating at that particular color and oh, you're well on your way of resetting your psychic energy to get back on track in your life and then see how it goes for the rest of the day and then every periodically if you start to fall your back into the other space just close your eyes ground yourself find the center of your head and just go okay what color am i now predominantly if it's dropped down or changed just change it to another color that you really like so so that's that's the very beginning of being able to change your psychic energy level to get yourself reoriented toward the place you want to get to, right? And if you keep on doing that, oh, you're going to be on track in a very short order. And once you're on track, again, being on track, don't try to intellectualize it, but what does that mean in terms of this and this and this and this? Once you're on track, trust yourself. You'll know, whoa, hey, You'll, you'll start to go, things are moving along for me. Yeah, I'm, 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 back on, I'm back on track. So then trust your creativity and see what your next steps will be. A lot of times the next steps have to, have to do with just letting go of the situation and moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. We're at the end of our show, and we certainly appreciate all of you joining us today. We hope that you each gained some new insights about resetting your energy to get back on track. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for your psychic sensitivity and your power. 
Find out how your psychic awareness and sensitivity are related to your own inner power and learn to use them correctly. Remember, too, to join us for our next teleclass on Saturday, a week from Saturday, March 13th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time to learn to do energy work to clear your head in our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series. Check our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 1-530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired Use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.